are a W-2 capitalist. You are addressing the gap between your successful, fulfilling W-2 job and building wealth for your family through real estate investing. You are ready to earn, invest, repeat. Welcome to the W-2 Capitalist Podcast. Now, let's get to work. Here's your host, Jay Helms. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Jay Helms, and I'm the founder of and I'm stumbling already, founder of this movement and podcast known as the W2 Capitalist. Today, I'm joined with Bryce, joined by, Bryce, I'm going to need some more coffee, man. I'm joined, is it by or with? Probably with. Who cares? Bryce yeah. is with me today, man, and I'm looking forward to this conversation. We were just chatting about uh, installing updates on your computer right at the most appropriate time. But I'm looking forward to catching up with Bryce because it's been, uh, you just said, how was your summer? It really has been since the beginning of the summer that you and I talked, I believe. June, man. June, I think. Right before I left for Atlanta. Actually, yeah. the morning of. Yeah, you were, uh, it was your last day in Alaska, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh What's been going on? <laughs> Dude, it's been a blur of a couple of months. It's so crazy how that time flies like just nothing. <laughs> yeah. So if it you is. ever wonder how uh, when ki- when people with kids say time flies. So time always flies. This is a quote of love. Time always flies. It's just kids help put it in perspective, right? Yeah. But it sounds like you're in this time warp zone uh, that, uh, you know, you're, you feel like you've fast forward, but also it's been forever. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It, uh, yeah, it's been fast forward since the start of it. Like it, it's, it's really goofy when you go from working a ton to really not working the same way Yeah, and just enjoying the summer and all of a sudden putting on derbies and stuff. And then all of a sudden you look up and go, Oh my gosh, it's September. Now what are we going to do for the winter? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, so you left Alaska. Yep. What, where did you go? What, what happened? So I I spent three days in Atlanta at uh, Jake and Gino Byright boot camp. Awesome. I met a bunch of awesome, awesome people there. And then uh, I went up to Montana to spend some time with, some with uh with the family there for a good week or so and then headed down to utah in july july 7th or something i think i headed down there and was there for a good five six weeks putting on shows went to vegas for a couple of days to help um talk to some sponsors and get some stuff with a hotel lined up that we're doing the show at in november yeah um and then i actually had a family member pass away up in montana so i've actually mm-hmm. been back up here since the 15th, 16th. And I got the bright idea to take over a demolition derby in Plains, Montana that my buddy was putting on. And a month before he's like, oh, I don't want to do it anymore. So that was, I did over the, this uh, labor day was over there and threw a show together for those guys. What does it mean to, to throw a show together? Like, I don't know that I've ever been to, I mean, I know what you're talking about as far as demolition mm-hmm. derby. What, what does that mean? When you well, when you're saying put a show together, what all's involved with that? So, on one that you're planning a long time, it's a lot of contact with say 
sponsors, uh, fair officials, or uh, wherever you're doing it, where the, the uh, arena is. And then uh, it's just a lot of planning and talking with drivers and making sure you have all the help there that you need. None of that was the case with this one. It was a total shit show disaster. It was so bad that it turned into something hilarious the day of. Like, <laughs> it was so bad. A bunch of – so the Lions Club – and planes had put it on forever and fully support the lions club and what they do and different stuff like that. But the people that are running it are fucking idiots. Yeah. Um, so that we're putting on the show, just a bunch of old people that don't really care. Don't know. Every time you go to them, like, Hey, do we have this today? You know, they're like, ah, well, Billy Joe was supposed to take care of that. And I guess he really didn't come through. That's good to know the day of. Thanks guys. (laughs) No, it was so bad that it turned into like, like I was saying, it, it, it turned into something hilarious because you're like, well, now what? Like they didn't even have an American flag. They were like, we were getting ready to start the national anthem. Didn't even have an American flag up. I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh, wow. What those, are, those are the little details that you really don't think about, right? Oh, bunch of stuff. And it, and it takes, it makes me really appreciate the Stern Dirt crew and what Johnny puts together. Cause that dude is such a planner so detail oriented that you don't even think of it and then I go try to help out with one that's not involved with us at all and it was a it was so bad it was good like it, tur- <laughs> it turned out all right yeah but it was really good because it really opened the fair board's eyes because they mm-hmm. just basically you know it's it's a donation for the Lions Club and they're supposed to take care of pretty much everything putting that show on and yeah. it uh the show itself wasn't really that good, but we pulled it off with what we could. There was only four guys um, in the arena um, as far as, like, uh, call them arena officials or whatnot. You start yeah. the derby, and if something bad happens, you stop it and say pull a bumper out if a bumper falls off or put a fire <laughs> out if it starts in a car. Um, and so, yeah, it uh, – but it was really – it was so bad that – it's like ground zero for that show, which is awesome because now I think the fair board wants to throw a bunch of money at it because it's their, the demolition derbies in Montana generally or any place really that has them pays for like 90% of the whole entire fair. Oh wow. And you have like 5,000 people spending about 26 bucks a ticket just to watch. Yeah. And uh, they weren't overly happy. And then we brought, then they had these lawnmower racers that, you would have thought they were getting ready for the sprint cup, man. They were good lord. It was a it was a trip. Incredible. I had a, yeah, I had some friends from over there that they all stepped in because there's supposed to be a bunch of other people there, but uh, as far as arena officials and kind of watching for stuff, and yeah, they didn't even show. So it was four of us that that slung it together last minute. That's funny. So that was. That was this weekend's endeavor, and then uh, <laughs> ended up hanging out with a couple of days with some good friends over there. Such beautiful country over there. There's a place called Thompson Falls, Montana, that uh, is right there. That has some friends that I went and stayed at. God, it's beautiful. Yeah, so pretty over there. Yep. I've got a. Um, I've never been to Montana. Um, oh. What's is there? A, uh, are there any mountains in Montana? I'm thinking about something. Oh yeah. Else. No, there's there's a lot of mountains. Uh, yeah, the Rocky Mountains run right right through Montana. Okay, is it? Is there, uh, I'm trying to think. And, and if you're listening, you're making fun of my geographical skills. That's that is completely okay. But I think like 20 years ago, I had the opportunity to go to uh, is Mount Rainier 
Nope, that's Washington. What am I thinking of? Uh, big skies. I don't know. They're big skies. One. Yep. Is it okay? Um, big skies a ski resort. Okay. I don't uh, know what I'm, Bozeman. I'm thinking of, but um, I used to I used to go hiking quite a bit uh, when I was in shape, or at least when I was in better shape. I can't really say that I was in shape, but I was usually dragging. I was usually the guy in the the last in line to make sure no one got lost. <laughs> No mm-hmm. purpose. Oh, uh, but I did it on purpose because there's no way I could keep up with the pace. And um, uh, but that was, oh man, that was at least 20 years ago when I went on my last hike. But I had an opportunity to go to somewhere in Montana with a group of guys, and I just didn't feel like I was in shape to do it, so I did not. I should have. Sounds like. But anyway, oh, still plenty of time for that. So. Uh, you don't know how bad out of shape I am. <laughs> well, I can. If it's uh, anything that's happened to me in the last two months, I can. I tell you, <laughs> it's funny. Um, once you lose it, you lo- it starts going. You're like, oh man, I need yeah. to start. I need to start getting back at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Me too. Me too. I, I laid down last night. Uh, we're getting ready to go to bed, and I looked at my wife. I said, "Why am I so freaking sore?" And I was like, oh, yeah, I spent 20 minutes in the pool yesterday morning. That's what it is. So, <laughs> you know, it, uh, you get older, man, that stuff starts uh, recovery times longer. And uh, it's it just it's a lot harder. So uh, um, one of the things I was going to ask you about is Jake and Gino, right? So you went to that, that boot camp. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got a little uh, multifamily mastery um, weekend thing coming up in October in Orlando that right mm-hmm. now I'm booked to go to. Are you planning to go to that? Or you think? Or? No, my, I've got a really good friend that's getting married that Saturday. So mm. I can't make it for that one. Okay. Um, I was kind of, I was, well, I was really bummed out, but I'd kind of be an asshole if I didn't show up to his wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's just probably the most, one of the most important days in his life. So, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that's cool you're going though there's a lot of awesome people in that group man i can't talk highly enough about them yeah i I didn't think i was gonna get to go um just i don't want to you know i was talking to my wife last night that hey man i said hey man i didn't say hey man to her i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i I said just trying to recognize you know she's here with all three kids during the day i'm like how do i get you to take a day off like what what can i do right because i've tried to do things here and there. It's like, Hey, why don't you just go to the store for 30 minutes by yourself? You know, mm-hmm. and freaking superwoman over here is like, I'm good. I'm good. Like, I, I understand you're good. I, I just need you to take a break. Right. Before you just unload on us all. And not that she would, it's just one of those things where if I'm in her shoes, I know I'm going to want a day off. Right. But oh, yeah, she, she's being freaking superwoman and, and not, wanting to do it and I think part of the reason is because we're now into this so much with the kids or she's been so much time with them she's going to feel like she's lost something if she is by herself right Mm -hmm. so I don't know I'm trying to figure that out but um forgot completely where I was going with it this is going to be an awesome episode buddy (laughs) oh yeah just stumbling both of us that's okay uh but oh oh so so I didn't think I was going to get to go to the to the Jake and Gino event and um, quite frankly, they reached out and they said, Hey, can we give you a coupon code for your, for your group, for your Facebook group? 
Uh, we'd really, really like to see those guys there uh, and all this. So they offered that. I think they're giving me a ticket uh, on the house, I think. But anyway, That's I've got awesome. my hotel book. I've got um, uh, I've got to book my flight still. But I'm looking forward to it. It's something I just need to do. Right. Your and, flight, aren't you guys in Florida? Isn't it just like a hop, skip, and a jump? No, it's still like seven hour. It's still oh, seven wow. hour okay. drive. Yeah. 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 I wish it was closer. Mm-hmm. But, um it's it's one of those things too, like I'm gonna try to um fly down Friday, um Friday night, and then fly mm-hmm. back Sunday night is what I'm gonna try to do. So I don't miss any actual work. Oh, I hear you. We're, uh, but man, I don't know that that whole group is such an awesome, awesome group. Had an amazing time in Atlanta. Like yeah. I've never, it made me really appreciate real estate even more because I've never been around a group of people that, with literally within five minutes of talking with somebody, you're exchanging information. Yeah, 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 yeah. everybody's trying to fill their funnel with people they know and connections, and it just all around was a great experience. Yeah. Um, that's good. That's good. I, I hear nothing good about those guys. And I've actually uh, interviewed Gino for this podcast and he just came across as a very authentic, genuine Nothing guy. but good. Yeah. Nothing but good. Is that what yeah. you're getting at? No, nothing. I heard nothing good about those guys, <laughs> but I'm going to go to their event. Uh, <laughs> is that what I said? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> we got to redo that real quick. Thank you for correcting me there. I would never have called it nothing but good stuff. Uh, yeah, their uh, oh, their master coach Bill Ham put that uh, buy right boot camp on, and that guy, yeah, he it's he, there's no fluff with him on yeah. this. Isn't going to be a bunch of BS about you be rich overnight. It's not going to be, but he he does it not in like an asshole way. He's just like, look, here, here's the deal. He said, if I and if, and if I actually scare you out of real estate, he said, my job is done. Like if this yeah. kind of like. I'm just saving you a bunch of money right now. Exactly. Type of thing. Yeah. I don't, and I've never been to one of these, uh, boot camp uh, events, but I imagine there's not a whole lot of folks doing that, right? They're trying to get you to sign on the dotted line for the, for the next course where you can pay five mm-hmm. grand to go to this course. And once you get to the five grand course, then they're going to ask you for like 25 grand and all that. I've never been to one of those. So uh, that's good to hear. Yeah, I'm looking forward. There was uh yeah, there's nobody sitting in the back with a credit card machine wanting to take your credit cards, <laughs> you know. But, uh, no, it was just <clears throat> awesome. Both Jake and Gino were there. And then we all went went out, had a great dinner. Chris Jackson was gracious enough to buy everybody dinner that night that went with this group. And then we all went out to Top Golf and just oh, nice. had a blast. Had, a, had an absolute blast with those nice. guys. I had my first Top Golf experience a couple of weeks ago in Dallas. And, oh, it's uh, a riot. It's it's interesting, man. That's uh I came up with an idea though. I think it I think there's a manager somewhere back there crunching numbers to see how many balls are flying out. And if they're not hitting a certain number, then he tells a little kid to go get on the cart and drive out there. Because so everybody's trying to hit the so cart. Everybody's trying to hit it because once that cart came out, you know, we started just firing shots off left and right. Like who gives mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so I was like, there's some bean counter back there. So, Hey, we're 2% off Johnny, go get on the cart (laughs) (laughs) right there in front of us, you know, like 50 yards. And of course we had a bet going first person to hit it wins 50 bucks or whatever. And, uh, and all these guys who play golf, uh, 
with some routine couldn't hit it to save their life. And here comes uh, uh, Holly from our HR department, walks right up. It's like second shot. She rings the back of it. And we're like, okay, nice. that's, that's awesome. You're, you're, uh, uh, she had a good form too, but she was acting like she'd never played golf before. But anyway, um, yeah, Tom golf was, was fun. Great. What, so from a real estate standpoint, where, where are you at right now? Are you, uh, just focused on the, on the, uh, demolition derby yeah. stuff or. Well, kind of both more education, you know, when they say, yeah. I, I might have had a little pipe dream, like, yeah, we're going to go down this boot camp, meet a bunch of people, and it's going to be all daisies and roses going forward and go to Utah and find all this. Like, it really does take time and oh, yeah. getting into a routine that, you know, and Jake and Gino, they're very transparent. It took us 18 months to get our first good deal. You yeah. Know? So it's it's really, for me, more about the education and, and the networking right now. Yeah. Um, and especially in, in today's market, because you will hear, you know, I think if you can be patient, uh, at least this is what my crystal ball is telling me, right? Is that with with Trump in office, nothing's going to happen until after the reelection, right? Mm-hmm. He's going to keep the economy booming. He's going to keep interest rates low uh, to keep the economy going until after the reelection. If he doesn't get reelected, then... I think there's going to be a huge downturn. If he does get reelected, I think there's going to be a downturn. But as soon as he, as soon as his terms coming to his second terms coming to an end, it's going to ramp back up because he's not going to go out with a loss. Right. Yep. So I, I think if you can be patient, um, things are going to turn around a little bit because man, quite frankly, uh, reason why I started looking at other markets because everything around here is just ridiculously expensive. So, um, that's good. You know, if you got the patience to do it and you keep stacking some cash away, which is what I'm trying to do, um, Mm -hmm. then yeah, definitely do that. But, or look in other markets, which is what I'm, what I'm doing as well. So we, uh, we're, we're trying to partner with some other folks on some, some different markets that I have a little bit of knowledge in one of them and zero in the other, but that one's already closed and the numbers look really good. And, and it was, a Jake and Gino slash W2 capitalist um, mastermind member that brought it to me. So awesome. Looking pretty good. Uh, but that makes total sense, man. You know, keep grabbing the, the, the thing that I question and I also, this is a question for myself is how much of that do I use just as a, an excuse you know, it's like a cop out, like, uh, they told me it's going to be 18 months or it took them 18 months. I've got 18 months, you know, like what, how much of that do I d- usually use as a cop out versus what if I just got after it without that knowledge and information, what would happen? You know, you bring up a great point on that where I've even found myself like not putting in the work per se, because I'm like, yeah. Oh, well, it, it's patience. It'll pay so that, I, I definitely see where that does start to become an excuse for not putting in the actual work yeah. that is required. So that's a very good point. Um, um, what do you, what are you finding in that though? When you find yourself having those, you know, moments where you're like, ah, I'm good. You know, it's, it, it, but you're calling yourself out because you seem like a guy who's pretty self-disciplined, right? What do you do? Somewhat the last two months, you wouldn't uh, wouldn't think that. But uh, <laughs> well, your routine's me, been off for the last couple of months. So oh, 
I'm not know, saying that's an excuse, but you know, you go from such a structured environment where you've got to be at work at a certain time, right? Which is, mm-hmm. which is, uh, you know, during the middle of the night working third shift to almost complete freedom. Right. Right. Yep. I, I you know, I, I keep, folks keep asking me, Hey, aren't you, aren't you investing to be financially free? Well, yeah, but I don't think, you know, the biggest struggle, once we get to that point, we're almost there. I, I don't know if I'm going to, you know, pull the ejection handle or not. But one of the things that I would struggle with is if I was able to say, Hey, I'm no longer going to be a W2 employee. What would I do with my time? Like, I don't know that I would be as productive of a human being as I am right now because I wouldn't know what to do with myself. And everybody's like, no, you'll find something to do. You'll find something to do. It's like possibly so, but I, I just, I've always got to have something going on. Right. Yep. That's, and that's something that I'm, I, I didn't realize that I would struggle with that hard because yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I'm a very lazy person by nature. Not going to lie. We like all are. like, and so that is, that's exactly where I'm at now is trying to figure out like, yeah, it was super fun to do this. Might've pulled the plug on leaving the W2 and I'll, I'll more than likely go back to a W2. Um, before all this is over type of a thing. Cause I'm nowhere near where I should be with it financially wise. Yeah. I was able to save up a boatload of money and go do this and try it out and was getting ready to pull my hair out up there. So <laughs> it was a good thing, but it, uh, I don't know. You got, I, I think, and I'm still trying to figure that out. Like, what do you do with all this time? What do you do? Because it is because all of a sudden you can burn four hours a day doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. And thinking that you've got something done. And yeah. that's the, when, uh, something that I've really realized is you, uh, you don't see any form of instant gratification. Like yeah. for me, like at the mine, when an $8 million shovel went down, I could go fix that in 15 minutes, drive away, look in the rear view mirror and go, huh, okay, that's accomplished. Yeah. When yeah, you yeah, spend yeah. hours trying to figure out, you know, say if, like I just something simple, like I set up a, a different Facebook page for a buddy of mine for this show he was putting on. And like, I had to completely learn how to do that. Well, you spend four or five hours doing that and you're like, but I didn't do anything. Like it doesn't feel mm-hmm. like I did anything that, that kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah so that, that's, uh, uh, that's why I love, uh, Simon Sinek. He talks about, um, the dopamine effect, right. Mm-hmm. And how you, um, and I'll do this too. Like, uh, it, you know, if we're in the grocery store, and my wife wants to get something that's not on our list, I'll write it down on our list just so I can cross it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of me is just joking with her because I did it once, not thinking about it. And she's like, what are you doing? I was like, well, it wasn't on the list. <laughs> you know, and, I, and then it dawned on me like, I'm writing something on our list to cross it out. And that's it. Because it was already in our buggy, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um, it, it was really, then I discovered, well, there's this dopamine effect um, that your body you know, you get a little bit of a high off of, and that's what you're mm-hmm. describing when you're, when you're driving away, uh, from this $8 million shovel, right? Really is that, Hey, I just fixed that. That's a, mm-hmm. you know, that's incredible. You're, you feel like a hero. You yeah. feel like a, yeah, yeah. The, the, the hero sense. And I actually do miss that. Like, yeah, like yeah. it's, it, it is, it makes you feel good. Like, like, all right, that thing's not losing 
$25,000 an hour now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. On to the next, you know? So yeah, that's, uh, you also got to give yourself a little bit of credit too. And always think of, you know, why you left there, right? Mm-hmm. Why you left the uh, Alaska's because you needed a mental break from all that, right? You wanted other things than, than yep. that was providing for. So you'll find that dopamine effect in other places. It may not be with creating Facebook pages. It may not be creating with, you know, uh, putting on demolition derbies, but you'll find it for sure. Yep. And it was really the perfect time to do something like this. I don't know if somebody wants to call it a mini retirement or whatever, but sure. everything just lined up and to just go the heck with it. Yeah. But after two months of not actually having a paycheck come in, cause like I, you make a little money doing being down there, but it was, that really wasn't the whole point, you yeah. know, but once, yeah. once you're two months in and you're going, okay, what are we going to do here? Yeah. Winter's coming. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah that, it, you're right. And a lot of people are, have never been in those shoes and quite frankly, never will be in those shoes. Right. Mm-hmm. To be able to take a mini, any retirement. So uh, I think it's awesome. Um, I think you'll, you know, one of the things, I don't know if you caught uh, yesterday's release, uh, podcast release, it was, uh, I interviewed Dr. Daniel Crosby on his book, The Behavioral Investor. And it talks about a lot of those different things uh, and how you, um, how we're lazy, number one, is, is humans but mm-hmm. how inefficient our brains are, right? And while it takes up uh, only, I think he says in his books, like 5% of our actual body mass, it takes up, it consumes 20 to 30% of our energy. So when, and, and so he goes in this aspect of you train, you go through creating these habits because you want to become more efficient, right? Mm-hmm. And while you can go and fix this $8 million shovel in 15 minutes, I wouldn't know what in the fuck I was doing, right? Mm-hmm. If if I did it. So it's a little bit different. So you're kind of in this transitional phase where you're exercising different muscles, you're creating different habits. Also recommend the book Atomic Habits, which I think we talked about. Love last that time. book. Love yeah. that book. Uh, um, you know, so you're you're kind of in that transitional period, right? Of of what I what do I do next? How do I, how do I become more efficient? So. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, uh, and it's not, I'm not trying to create excuses, but I do think, you know, I looked at my wife the other day and I said, you know, cause I was kind of, I was getting a little bummed out as far as, um, cause right now, you know, we've had kid number three for, uh, almost four months now. And mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, we don't do anything on the weekends. She's exhausted. I'm exhausted. We're both sleep deprived. So we do very little on the weekends. And I was like, I'm kind of tired of just sitting here. And she goes, uh, you know, and the way she delivers it, Hey, you know, I think it's okay. <laughs> like, what do you mean? She goes, uh, so three months ago you left or four months ago. Now you left a job. You've been working for 15 years to go into the office where you've been working from home for the last decade. Uh, we had a new baby. Uh, those are pretty big moments. You know, we yep. probably need to give ourselves a break. And if we want to just sit here and veg out all weekend, we should be able to do that for a few months. Okay. Nope, that is so that's, true. That's, uh, that's why I married you right there. <laughs> <laughs> kind of center brings it back, brings it back. Uh, that's why she's superwoman, man. She's, uh, uh, 
anyway, so yeah, I think you're, uh, you're in that transitional phase, right? And you're trying to figure out what your next step is. And then once you do, you'll, you'll go through a few months of that as well, right? You'll still mm-hmm. go through a few months of what am I, what am I supposed to be doing? Man, this is frustrating. And then you'll get into uh, to a rhythm and habits will be created and, and off you right. go. So. It is funny though, because it turns into like a, every once every every once in a while there'll be just like a major anxiety attack, not yeah. like <laughs> super bad, but you're like, okay, what are you get like winter is coming, like what are you gonna do? But something you'd you'd always figure out, you know. I mean, it's yeah. sometimes maybe we jump too much too fast in the to just say going back to work or just getting another job. And then you're back at the boat of with me, like, yeah, I could go back to Alaska and do something different up there again, but it's not really in a couple of years or a year, I'd be bored again and I'd be yeah. doing, so I might as well just ride this ship right down to the bottom and get <laughs> it figured out, you know? Well, didn't you sell all your tools and all that good stuff that you would, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yep. And so I've, uh, Something in sales is something I'd really like to get into. I think you'd be I, great at that, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, Nick Chapman and I have been talking a lot lately. He's uh, the Rand Partners broker for Jake and Gino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. He's a super – if you ever get a chance, you should have him on for a good conversation on agency financing and different stuff like that. Okay. Super, super knowledgeable guy. But yeah. we, we hit it off and super good friends now. And he just sent me a couple books the other day that are kind of off the shelf or off. Like I've never heard of them before that are, I've been kind of digging into. What are they? Uh, one is called spin selling. Okay. Yeah. And then the other one, hang on here. I got it right here. It's uh, more like art of persuasion or something. Okay. Um, Part of that one too. See here. Persuasion skills. Yeah. Black book. Um, and yeah. I'd never heard of them. And he's like, Check these out. They're really awesome reads. Yeah. They, uh, um, so, I think at least spin selling is an, uh, accompanies a solution selling methodology or a selling methodology, not solution selling. We just, uh, our entire company just went through, uh, a solution selling methodology course. Mm-hmm. And there's some pretty good resources on that as well. And, and it's, um, it's, it's, you know, I've been through being in sales. I've been through several, um, different selling methodology courses, but this one mm-hmm. right here just aligns with my personality. Right. And it, and mm-hmm. the, the gist of it is, and I'll try to find the, the book, uh, and hell I'll send you a copy. I don't want to be outdone by Nick. So I'll send you a copy of this. Cause I got, I think two at my office. Um, but it's, oh, you're the man. It's, uh, it's essentially getting the customer, potential customer, to identify their pain and in their words, right? And then providing a solution that you have to fix that business issue, right? Mm-hmm. So the really uh, selling still happens, but it doesn't feel like um, you're a used car salesman. It's it's quite the opposite of the, the that end of the spectrum, right? It's, mm-hmm. Oh, your pain is this. All right. So let's talk about that pain. Does it really hurt here? Or is it more hurt here? Right. Mm-hmm. And then, Hey, sounds like this would be a great solution, right? Let's go through this and let's talk about it. 
but if it doesn't, you know, if they never admit they're paying or if the solution doesn't fit, then it's like, all right, hands off. Just we're, we're not going to be, you know, good business partners together. Cause otherwise I'm going to try to sell you, you know, ice to an Eskimo kind of thing. Well, yeah, you don't need Eskimos don't need to buy ice. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know? Eskimos so, do not. so it's one of those things where it's, 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 um, really puts an, in, in my opinion, an ethical behavior into selling, right? Mm-hmm. Getting the customer to identify their pain or at least speak their pain and then saying, Hey, here's a solution, right? We may or may not have it, but I kind of want to, I kind of want to, you know, get rewarded for my time talking to you. Um, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll look for that and I'll send it to you. I'll, I'll get your, um, I'll message you for your, for your new address, okay. wherever you be staying these days. Oh man, it's all, it's, it's just, so, I'm just a couch bum with friends. It's hilarious. Now I've been staying with Johnny down there and it, yeah. uh, it's worked out great, but all of a sudden you look up and go, holy cow. All right. Yeah. Those six weeks are gone. Like now what? So we're still getting ready for the Vegas show, which yeah. I'm super excited for that one in November. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. and then, uh, no, really it's, it's boiled down to like now, like, you say it's super structured in a way like you got to be up at three thirty in the morning to be at work by five forty five in the morning to I just sleep a little bit longer now, <laughs> you know it's like it's so goofy how it's so easy to do that like it, it could be a drag to pull my butt out of bed at seven o'clock in the morning when before at three thirty no problem yeah. easy get up get going so it's it's definitely just a, a whole transition you really learn how lazy you are like when you have we're, we're lazy you know, we're a lazy species man there's nothing there's no doubt about that no, and what i think it's atomic habits that talks about this if you miss one time that's okay right mm-hmm. but if you miss a second time in a, in a row then you're starting on the path of creating a bad habit mm-hmm. so you know, it's, it's one of those things where, again, I really love the book. I've reached out to the James Clear uh, camp to see if I can get him on the podcast just to pick his brain more. But, um, but yeah, he, that book was very eye-opening, eye-opening for me. So um, it, it really, it's almost like a relief. Like you understand why yeah, you yeah. do what you do. You're like, yeah. okay, so it's not just me. It's yeah, exactly. A struggle exactly. everybody battles with. Justification for, uh, yeah. hey, I want to sleep in this morning. That's fine. Just don't do it tomorrow, right? So, yep. yep, exactly. Uh, That's uh, it's so true. And actually, like through this whole experience of mine, I appreciate the W two capitalist even more of what you're actually doing. You know, cool. and so be well because every everybody thinks quit your job go into a real estate and do that and you take oh, yeah, just a yeah. completely different approach of like no you don't need to do that I yeah. mean, if you like your job you don't have to do that yeah you're, and so, you're uh, in my opinion your w2 is your engine that fuels uh, that you know mm-hmm. the investing opportunities so um is there ever going to be a day where i can exit the w2 probably uh, I'm not there yet mentally. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. It, uh, Bryce, man, I'm glad we got to catch up again. I got to get going here. It's almost time okay. to uh, head off to work and I've got to go uh, get myself presentable. So uh, sounds good, buddy. Hey, 
I look forward to catching up with you next, man. Let's schedule another one. Um, pretty All soon. right, will do. Always a pleasure to talk to, and and uh, yeah, I think you're um, you're onto something with the cells. I think you you're you've got a natural uh, talent for that. For well, I appreciate sure. that. Yep. Uh, All right. Have a good or it day. could be it could just be that I have a man crush on you because you're a freaking gold mining mechanic. It could be that. <laughs> that, that could be. <laughs> Don't tell your wife. <laughs> it's okay. She knows. She's she she's uh. She's all right with it. You know, same thing with, uh, you know, anybody who pretty much plays any professional sport, you know, like Mike, <laughs> Mike Trout, uh, uh, Tom Brady, any of those guys like, man, if only, if only I would have been born with more talent. <laughs> yes. Could have been, could have been. been you guys, uh, Really, you didn't have to evacuate or nothing. Is that far, were you far enough away? Oh yeah, no, we didn't. We didn't even get rain. Uh, we probably didn't even get any clouds from that storm. It's 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 pretty far away. Yeah. Oh good. Yeah. Good. Those good. people over there, I, I hate to even laugh, but man, those 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 folks on the east coast are getting hammered. I mean that that yes. storm just parked itself, you know. Um, and we've been through a couple of tropical storms that where it kind of sat and you just hear the wind howling for like three days. Mm-hmm. It is not, not fun. So. Well, good. Glad everybody's safe and sound, man. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Bryce, let's catch up again soon, buddy. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, I'll catch you later. All right, man. See you. Bye.